and welcome back to the third episode of the Josh and Ollie Show. How are you going, Josh? Good. How are you? I'm good, mate. Good as always. Yeah, living the dream. Back to school now. Oh, fantastic. It's like a, it's like luxury. It's like five-star hotel every day. You get to go there, sit in class, and that's about it. And then you go home and you do some schoolwork, maybe, if you're lucky, but not a lot. Yeah, back into a rhythm now, I suppose. Hey, is it good? It's just, oh, so much better than than uh, sitting at home and trying to do it. But you get yeah. there and you're like, you get to school and you're like, oh, maybe I should have done some more schoolwork when I was at home because I'm a bit behind, not going to lie. Oh, really? Struggling. Oh, for like legal, because I do yeah. legal, obviously. Mega far behind. For English, like I'm I'm a bit behind. Um. And then, like, first week back, we get hit with three assessments. And, like, they're all mega long essays. And it's like, oh, shit. Here we go again. I mean, back to school. It's, kinda, it's good for me. Like, when I go back, I feel like I'm pretty on top of it. But um, all my assessment, like, all my assignments um, I've finished. And then all I've got left is, like, exams, which is, like, week seven, I think. So it should be yeah. pretty easy getting back into the school life. So that's all right. Well, you like that's what I thought. Like I thought I was on like reasonably well on top of it, like doing well, blah blah blah. Then you get to school and you realize you don't actually understand the work you've just done it. Yeah, and that's where you're yeah. like, oh, that's not good. I guess but, I'll you know, find out when I go back. Well, yeah, that that's the case. But it's been fun having that rhythm, routine, everything. It's just been easier, really. Yeah. New South Wales residents there are the set for, or well, I think some other states maybe as well, but I know New South Wales for sure are set for the first weekend in, you know, two months nearly of relaxed restrictions, like pubs are open again. You're allowed 10 people. Um, we're allowed to go racing again to an extent with all your guidelines and things you have to follow, which is still kind of a bit difficult, but you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, well, Supercars announced that um, they're going back racing June 27th, wasn't it? June or July? July 27th. Oh, July 27th, right. Well, yeah, I've seen that. Um, You'd think they'd send back my racing, wouldn't you? Because it's not as, you know, popular as their level of racing. So hopefully we can head back. I think my race is meant to be like mid-June. So hopefully we can get back racing. Testing's allowed though now, so... Yeah. That could be possible. But um well, I mean, yeah, it's pretty exciting. I mean I saw a post on on Facebook last night and it said something like kids can go to school all this and sit next to each other and whatever, but like we can't go and race or or whatever and it's like, well, that is true. Um I'll find the the actual post if I can. Um Maybe I can't. But, yeah, it said something along the lines of that, and I was just like, well, yeah, it's it's pretty right, to be fair. Yeah. Did you um did you watch the UFC on the weekend? Mate, Justin Gaethje, my man, he ran through Ferguson. I was, Wait, was so that, gassed. Was that when he just, like, destroyed him and he put him up oh, against, like... Yeah, bro. Yeah, he just I... was on another level... Yeah, that I I saw that little clip of that. Um, yeah, that was that was insane. Like, just literally destroyed him. 
And he just he just walked to him, and I was like, "Damn, that's nuts!" And like yeah, nobody nobody beats Ferguson. Like, or he was on the twelve fire undefeated streak. Um, and Gagey comes in on three weeks' notice and absolutely <laughs> humbles him. Like yeah, far out, bro. Did you see? Did you see Tony Ferguson's face? Yeah, bro. I was destroyed. Oh, it's month. But then, like, props to him. The next day, he's like in the hospital dancing. But like, he had a he had a smashed orbital bone. He had this. He had that. And like, his face was just absolutely wrecked. It was terrible. Oh, I don't know how they do that, dude. Like, oh, that just. They must be brain dead. They have to be, yeah. <laughs> Like, dude. Oh, mate, I was so. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was such a good fight too. Like, it was such a dominant performance. But man, his yeah. face was like munted, dead set. There um, blood coming out of holes I didn't even know existed. Um, did you see the the F one? What's what's are you surprised about it? Like with some of the drivers, much to Ferrari, Vettel leaving, and Danny Rick to uh, McLaren. Where do you think Vettel's going? What's 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 your what's your concept on this? What do you think is going to happen? I can't imagine Vettel downgrading and going to Renault or somewhere like that. Um, if he's not in a top, so. if he's not in a top team, then he'll retire. I think that's that's probably where we're at at the moment. Um, which is, you know, fair enough, I guess. He's been in it for, what, he debut in 2007, maybe, or 2006? Um, yeah. And, yeah, so he's been in there for a while. He's had his had his hand in it, and he did well. Four world titles, 52 or 53 race wins or something like that. So it wasn't a bad little, little run. Well, people have been saying that, he could be replacing Bottas, but I don't. I don't think it'll be Bottas nah, at all. If anyone's, if anyone's going to replace Bottas, it's going to be George Russell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because he's part of the um, Mercedes Junior Academy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, it's interesting. He's either retired or surely he hasn't downgraded. I don't think he would. I don't think he's. It's worth it. Um, no. but yeah, there was a lot of criticism actually that I saw for Daniel Ricciardo because. They were like, he's just chasing the money and he's not like being loyal, I guess, um, to Renault. Uh, you know, as he said always, oh, I'll probably stay with Renault beyond into 2021. And then I think with the regula- regulations change, he was just like, what's the point? I'm not enjoying it. And him and Lando are going to be the funniest human beings ever. Oh, so, dude, they're just going to be the best partners. Like, Amount of funny things that'll happen between them. It's gonna be awesome. It's oh, if racing ever starts again. But um, while we're on the on the topic of racing, quickly, um, obviously coronavirus has affected lots of businesses, big, small, you know, um, Fortune five hundred everywhere across the globe. Um, and obviously motorsport is a you know a rich man's sport kind of thing. Um. But 23 red racing, racing is done. I saw, I saw that this morning. That's uh, I was I was shocked when I saw it. Actually, it was it didn't make sense though. So I was reading comments, right? So 
so by the way, guys, the main sponsor of Twenty Three Red Racing is Milwaukee, and um, yeah, um, and Milwaukee has so called pulled out of the like um, teams, you know, sponsorship, all that, and um, everyone's saying in the comments like the the excuse was because of COVID nineteen, but. Everyone's saying in the comments, Milwaukee, um, obviously they're affected a little bit, but no, you, when you compare it to other businesses, like nowhere near as much. So a bloke's like, I just spent three grand last week on Milwaukee. Like they can't be doing too bad. The tradies are still work, working, you know, but yeah, I think um, it wasn't just Milwaukee, the sponsor. It was also the team owner. What, what's his name? Um, Bill Monday. Yeah, I think... I think uh, Milwaukee might have approached him saying, look, I think we're looking at going and Phil's probably like, yeah, I mean, he, he might have had the same opinion as well. So I think it's just not just or, Milwaukee, but the whole team's had an thought, agreement to pull out. Yeah, or he thought, if Milwaukee goes, I can't afford this. May exactly. The outcome. But I think it's weird considering Will Davison's fifth maybe in the Supercar, and obviously you've only had one round, but he was quite quite handy at, um, even in the, the pre-season testing. And uh, the first round at Clipsal, he was he was quick. He's still got it, like, for how old he is. Like, yeah, but for him to be that high up in the championship and basically do the same as what they did to Courtney, like, leave, like, it's pretty well, hard. It sucks for the drivers, too. They're, they're, thinking about, they're thinking about the fourth Tickford Mustang yeah. being replaced with Courtney and Boost they, Mobile. They can't, is... even, they can't even run two cars, let alone four. Oh, yeah, it'll be... I don't know if um the bloke that runs Boost will just buy out the team. I think his name's like Paul or Phil or Adderton or something like that. Um, But yeah, it's just... Whole season now has been turned up on its head, considering Wilbur yeah. doesn't have a drive. Um, But... Uh, will, will isn't... Like deregistered or unregistered for the for the series, like he's still there. Um, just his team owner has bailed. So if he can find and get sponsors together, then I think the drive might still be on for him. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. How how good the team will be afterwards, I don't know. Um, yeah. But but yeah, like it's just it just changed so quickly, really. Um, but. I guess obviously it's not just big businesses struggling; it's all type of businesses at the moment. Yeah, and we finally. 100%. I mean, we finally went up over seven thousand cases in Australia for coronavirus. Oh really? Uh, yeah, we haven't surpassed a hundred deaths yet. We're still on ninety-eight. We're still just tugging away. But like today, we had um, thirty-one new cases, which was more than we've had like. A lot like recently, like yesterday, I think we had two, maybe three. Um, yeah. so it's definitely we've it's definitely actually shocking, flattened. really. After after all these restrictions being raised quite a bit, like we're actually doing pretty well, really. Well, I we'll see going into flu season and everything like that, it'll be <laughs> it'll be interesting, but yeah. And like um, even now, they're saying they're saying international travel won't return to normal until 2023, sort of thing. 2023. Yeah, so no... For real? 
going to to Fiji for schoolies or anything like that to go get absolutely shit faced. You have to do it in your backyard. Yeah, or no Indonesia to go get chicken feet. That was Singapore, mate. Indonesia. Why did I say Indonesia? You were close. You were close. You were close. I would. Uh, question I would. What's the uh, strangest thing you've done as a child? Strangest thing I've done as a child? Like, as in dumbest thing I've done as a child? Because there's a yeah, list of those. You, you could use that. Um, I always used to hit my head on things and bust my head open. <laughs> Oh, that explains why you're so special. I get it now. I know, right? Weird. Um, probably the dumbest thing I've ever done without realizing. We're in America. Yeah. Which is probably like when, when you're in America, like if you do d- something dumb over there, you probably get in trouble for it and whatever. So I was there just, you know, we were, we were heading home. We were flying home that day, last day there. And um, you know those spinny door things? Like how yeah. there's the they have like the four four panes and like you stand in it and then you walk around with the door and it spins. Yeah. I was like, oh man, that's so cool. I've never been in one of those before. So I walk over, walking through this door thing, blah blah blah. On one side was like we'd gotten through customs and everything like that, and we're ready to go. But when you yeah. walk through this door and you go out the other side, you're then like you haven't you're like going back in case you've got something and you have to blah, 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 whatever. So I wasn't allowed to get back over the other side to my family. Like I had to go through and get checked in and everything again and, and all this shit. And like, I was like, damn, I would have to fly by myself home at 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably like, wow, I might've, I might've really messed up here. And all I wanted to do was walk through the spinny door. I would never forget Never forget how irate Dad was. He was just like absolutely fuming. <laughs> that reminds me, we um, where was it? It was quite a few years ago. We were at the airport, and um, where you, you know where you like scan all your bags and everything, like yep. so you so you can go through onto the plane. Um, and oh, I just dropped that. Um, and. We got to, yeah, well, sorry, let me restart. So we're scanning all the bags, like, to where they go through to the plane, all that. And my it's my turn for my bag to go up. And I've, in my suitcase, no, in my carry-on bag, sorry, when they were scanning it, they found this thing in the front pocket. And they were like, like, they, they kind of rung the sirens and they were like, they no security was coming yet, but it was like to alarm, like, the people that were working around there. Yeah, they were like, "What is this in your bag?" And I was like, "I don't know, I don't know." <laughs> and they pulled it out, and I had my pocket—I had my pocket knife in my bag. Oh. Yeah, and like, so luckily the lady was so nice. Like, I was like, "I'm so sorry." Like, she was really nice. She was like, "Look, we're gonna let you go this time, obviously, but that could have been really bad. Like, we could have, you know, had security escort you out." But God, that was scary. <laughs> I remember the first time I went to Singapore in like 2010, maybe 2011. Yeah. We were going through customs and, and whatever and like checking, to, you know, going through all the security checks. And I had scissors, like, because I brought my pencil case from school. Like, I had scissors in my pencil case. Yeah. Um, And I was, you know, walking through security, everything. I didn't think a thing of it. Mum was ahead of me and my older brother was ahead of me. And then I was last through. 
and they stopped me and this siren was going off and I was like oh far out what have I done I was like I was like I don't have a belt on I, I didn't do anything wrong and then they're like we're gonna have to yeah I had to like put my hands up everything wasn't there to touch my bag they had to take it off me and then they were like they were super like super harsh about it I was like oh I have no idea whatever and then me being me got a bit sarcastic with them like at you know at eight years old they were asking questions i'd be like i don't know why don't you check it blah, blah, blah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just you know why not yeah and yeah they pull yeah. out these scissors out of my pencil case and then the security guard had to come over and they're like all these other people and I'm, yeah it was it won't happen again i don't think no oh, i probably will that's a lie i'm not that bright yeah look i i I'll try not to take a pocket knife. Jeez, that was just pocket the dumbest knife. thing ever. But you lost, you, you lost yours as well, yeah. So you don't get it back. Oh yeah, they took it off me. Yeah, there's no yeah. way I was uh, taking that. Yeah, yeah, but like knife. you wouldn't, even if that you had have asked nicely, like even when you came back to Australia, you wouldn't have been able to get it back. No, because that's no, what it was like no. with us as well. Well, it wasn't like a pocket knife. It was like you know one of those multi-tool things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which basically, yeah, it had like four different types of knife blades. Uh, what's the name? If Screwdriver, really all to, that. I'm sure if you really so, wanted to kill someone, you would have made light work of it. And oh, I wouldn't have killed someone. I just it. would have started pulling apart the plane. <laughs> and killing more than one person. That's right. Yeah, true. That's probably not a good idea. <laughs> Um, have you seen on YouTube, it's the, it's this channel, it's called First We, uh, yeah, it's called First We Feast, and they do this thing called Hot Ones, and, like, they literally, they get, so it's this one bloke, his name's Sean Evans, Yeah. and he gets guests on, so, like, he has famous people, like, he had, um, Shaka and Neil on there, um, uh, Margot Robbie, Scarlett Johansson, you know, Kevin Hart, all people like that on there and just, but they set up these things and there's like 10 wings, 10 chicken wings. Yeah. And like they're all super, super spicy, but like each one you go up in spice, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like the first one's reasonably hot. Like not, not, you know, like it's, you know, your sriracha sauce or whatever on chicken wings. Which yeah. Is, yeah. If anyone that's like spice, it's not hot at all. Um, but by the end of it, it's like it's like nearly a million and a half Scoville units and things like that. But it is honestly one of the coolest shows ever because they sit there and he'll ask questions. Like, he'll be like, oh, you know, you did this, blah, blah, blah. And the research that he does is, like, actually unreal. Yeah, okay. That reminds me of, like, YouTubers when they do um, Mark Bangs. I love watching Mark Bangs. Mark Bangs. Yeah, oh, bro. We're, we're going to have to do a KF Mark Bang one day, I reckon. Oh, Just... yeah, yeah. Just set up the camera, buy everything on the KFC menu, sit down, yes. eat chicken, and talk. That's, yep. That seems like the dream right there. No who, joke. Who is your, who's your go-to YouTuber? Not even just for Mark Bangs, but who's just your go-to? YBS Youngbloods, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Coolest thing ever. This is probably going to annoy you, but I've actually never heard of him. <laughs> I sent you his stuff on Instagram. I... I I remember it. Or maybe I sent you his dog. His dog, remember? The little white husky looking thing. Oh, it's, it's um, so he goes, he quit his job 18 months ago or whatever. And he literally lives on the ocean. 
like dead set every What's day. What's his name? Brody Moss? Yeah, Brody Moss. Yeah, yeah, okay, I do remember that. So he goes and he just goes and he goes fishing, like spear fishing, um, goes out in the boat. Every day takes his dog. He has like a $275,000 boat, all this stuff. And it's just so fascinating to watch. Like all his stuff is super cinematic and really, yeah. really entertaining. He's by, or if it's, if it's not him, it's probably Joe Rogan. Um, yeah. Podcast. Yeah, no, I like him a lot. I can sit, I can sit through a podcast with Joe Rogan. I, um, yeah, I love him. I've even listened to a few of his, well, obviously a lot of his podcasts, but a few of his like motivational ones, and they're actually really yeah. good. Yeah, they're good. There's the one, there's one where he was, um, he had one of his friends over who was a UFC fighter. Yeah, and it was just like, and this bloke just wanted to keep fighting, and Joe was like. <laughs> You're never going to win the championship. You're just not. Like, why keep doing it? And it was honestly one of the coolest, like, interesting, most interesting podcasts I've ever seen. Yeah. No. Yeah. He was. Joe's Joe's pretty good at what he does. He's very, worth. Very good. Bloody. Have you seen his like factory thing that he has? No, I haven't. When you get it, when you get a chance, try find a tour of his like warehouse. It's like got a gym. It's got a sauna. It's got this like salt bath thing um yeah. float bath maybe and like you fill it with like a thousand pounds of salt and water so the water's the same temperature as your body and you sit in it and when you lay in it for long enough it feels like you're just floating eventually oh really coolest thing, coolest thing ever he's like he's just so sick and like even he's just cool in the fact like he um he hunts all his own meat he doesn't buy meat from the from the supermarket oh, really? spotify Mates, for the podcast, we've had 86 starts, 64 streams, 50 listeners, and 24 followers. And you know what? I'm really quite proud of that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a start. It's a start. I think it's I think it's really cool. And, like, even on YouTube, like, our last video, I mean, our first video got, like, 350 views. Like, pff, what the hell? Our second yeah. video had 56 or 50-something <laughs> views, which yeah, is all right. We're down- but then, our, our, our Spotify views went up for the second episode yeah. compared to that. Yeah. Um, and then, but like we have like 25 subs or something on, on, on YouTube and like, mate, absolutely cheering, cheering. We've got, we've got 21 subs on YouTube, but I've, I've actually, let's make a deal. If you, anyone listening, if you put a picture of you listening or subscribe to our YouTube channel, all that on your Instagram story, we'll, we'll shout you out. And if you just share us around, that'd be really handy. Mate, we can do that. That's pretty easy. Um, yeah. So I saw this thing actually, I mean, like it's quite interesting, but it was, I, I don't know even what it was, but it said data shows or study shows or something, but Snapchat, is becoming highly like um, influential almost in getting like people like you know eighteen to twenty five to actually vote and things because you know how they do so like you know how Snapchat does all of their like um, stuff like their stories and stuff about what's going on in the world with politics yeah. and blah 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 so a lot of the kids are watching that now like people 
that are laying in bed, they watch it and then they, you know, they kind of pick a side and it's actually encouraging more like young, young men and women to vote. So like the actual amount of people voting and going to rallies and things like that has gone, has gone up by like seven or eight percent, which is huge in places like America when the, when the, um, uh, population is 350 million or whatever it is. Um, question for you. Yeah, mate. If, you could, uh, if you could relive one moment in your life, what what what, what do you reckon it'd be? Yeah? Being birthed. <laughs> I can't remember it. Why? You know? it's like, why you can't remember it? Like, but if you're things? gonna relive it, you're still like you're gonna. Is, oh, yeah, how how are we doing yeah. this? Like yeah. you're saying you're yeah. gonna be born a man. Yeah, mate. Yeah, no, that. Yeah, no, maybe not. Um. Okay. Double Southern Stars, twenty eighteen. Uh, yeah. For fire. Yep. Without a doubt, especially considering like we don't get a chance to do that stuff anymore. Yeah. It's like you look back at it and you're like, damn, I miss that. That was just. Yeah, that it was, was so very, chilled. very good time. So, so chilled. Yeah. Uh, it um, was heaps, heaps of fun. Yeah, no, it was it was very good. One thing for me would be, I mean, at this time, it was probably the, one of the most scariest times because mum would have been very annoyed at me, but I'll tell you the story. I've told you this before. Can you say this story without your mum listening and you getting not getting in trouble then? She'll just find it funny now because it didn't oh, actually. Okay. It's it's fine now. If it actually like took place, it would have been bad. Um, yeah. But okay, so here's what. Happened. It's not like ordering too much food or. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so this was no. This was the night after the camera show actually when I had that really great night vomiting and everything. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So we go to my mate's house and. We were starving because we had no food, especially me. None of it was left in my stomach. And we were like, yeah, let's go get something to eat. So we, we went and got we, – we walked like – we are walking from his house to – I think it was to get – it was either Hungry Jacks or Macca's or KFC. It was one of them. Anyway, um, and we were walking and we had to be quiet because it was kind of it – was, it was late at night. Um. And we walked past this, yeah, we walked past this house and um, my mate, as we were walking past, my mate goes, oh, let's try to get away from here. Actually, those people were really sketchy. And as we were doing that, that, there was this car coming like up the road. So we all lied down on the ground. And then once the car passed, we got up and then the bloke like screamed like from the sketchy house, like, oi, what are you blokes doing? Like going off because we were lying down near his car so he, he thought we were doing something to his car anyway my my two mates run off like sprinting and i was still lying on the ground because i didn't think they were going to get up so once they run off i quickly get up and run with them and then i realize i've lost my phone um when i lied down the phone fell out of my pocket and went on the ground and I had, yeah. I had, like, there was no way I was going to be able to get back because he was sketchy. And there was, like, then, like, another two blokes came out, right? So, anyway, I, me and my two mates, obviously, because it's not their phone, they just found it the funniest thing. Like, they couldn't care less. They were just, like, 
They were just like, come on, let's go get food. And I'm like, boys, I'm literally dead if I lose my phone. Like, this will be, like, really big. Everything's on it. I mean, I had a password, but still. Anyway, we do a lap of the block and come back. And they were literally walking up and down the street, like, with flashlights looking for us. Like, they full thought we did something. And I was like, boys, like, I'm not going to be able to get my phone. Like, there's no way. Anyway... (laughs) We ended up walking back like I was just, you know, like, I don't know. You you just know the feeling when something's really bad and you just like, anyway, I felt miserable that whole night. Of course, my mates went to sleep because they could care less. <laughs> I was up all night, like literally shaking, like stressing. I was like, how am I going to get my phone back? And I was praying it was facing down because when I was going to get a notification, like what happens if the light went on, the bloke saw it. Yeah. Anyway, I I didn't go to sleep, but at dusk, like literally when the sun had, wasn't coming up, yeah, it was slowly coming light. Um, I woke the boys up and I was like, boys, like this is the time we got to go do it. Like surely they're in bed by now. Um, and yeah, we we walk out, we we walk down the street, we find, and then yeah, then we walked like near his house, and then. We found it, and it still had like it still had battery like percentage. It was still on, and it was still there. Like it was the luckiest thing, but hundred percent the scariest thing. Like I would have been in massive trouble if that happened. That's like I've never had like a situation like that. Like oh. we used to, like we would we would walk to like like when you were here. Like we we walked to Seven Eleven and things on like there's some sketchy bars. But, like, I've never really had somewhere where, like, I've felt, you know, scared because some blokes are out in the street looking for me. Yeah, like, that was actually, at the time, it was one of the, like, scariest things I've done because, like, they were just, like, looking for us. And then, oh, yeah, I didn't mention that. Like, when we were walking back to the house, they saw us and they got in their car and quickly, like, was speeding up the road, but we, like, got away from them like it was fine but um yeah it was just it was so funny but funny now to look yeah. at <laughs> funny funny now probably not just the, at yeah. the time i was just stressing dude i could imagine um mate do you like steak i love steak was that <laughs> do you like mushroom sauce uh, look, I'm re- I'm more of a Diane sauce type guy. Why is that? Or a steak. Like a pepper, I, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I dead set, make the meanest mushroom sauce. Like, Ooh. honest to God. We had steaks the other night. Now I made this mushroom. Yeah. I've made it a few times now. But this time I just kind of winged it. I didn't like follow a recipe or anything. So I kind of just made it up as I went. Dead yeah. set was the best thing ever. I was like, oh, mate. Mate, it was like actually so good. I've got an I've idea. Had... What's what's your... oh steak mukbang? Well, I mean we can do that, but this is my <laughs> idea. I reckon we get some uh, chicken feet imported yep. over from Singapore. And get chicken feet in Australia, some... mate. We don't need to import it. From no, Singapore. no, no. But it's different over there. Like I just reckon it'll be better, you know. And then. Have your yep. mushroom sauce on the chicken feet. Yeah, maybe not. I can't imagine that'll go down well. Why don't we just go? Oh, really? Yeah, mushroom sauce on like chicken feet or like 
there's like a delicacy, mate. It's like <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have mushroom sauce on. You know, like maybe crumbed or maybe like aioli or something would be right. But we should go to Singapore. Yeah, go yeah. to that same restaurant. I will just have to find it. Get those same chicken feet and mukbang it. Hundred. Oh, I'm. I reckon hundred percent. Hey, that's like. The, the worst part is though, like you, you search up mukbang on YouTube. Like there is genuinely so many views on that stuff. Like people get millions and millions and Actually, millions. Of views. One of my favorite ones is um. Wait, I'm pretty sure he did it, or maybe it was just a video of him living in his car. Ben Garens' video on um. Let me let me check Ben Garens. He he has this like. It's like a Ford Territory, and it's like he's like stapled <laughs> the roof back together. Like, yeah, it's so yeah. Funny. Um, where? He's, it was he's a really good video. Yeah. He's so funny. Yeah, him and his mates are so funny. Like, did you watch when? He... So funny. Yeah, like he was overseas with his mates, and some of his mates literally had zero dollars, and they were like, "I don't know how I'm even going to be able to fly back." Like it was funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the Australian fast food review, so it was basically a mukbang. Where they just yeah yeah and he was in his car. Well, the best mic thing yeah. I've ever seen was um you know KSI obviously. Oh yes. He did one with um Toby and like they just had KFC. They sat there for forty five minutes and I was like man this is the best thing ever. It was so yeah. good. They just sat there yeah. and chicken and I was like and they just they just spoke about random stuff like music and whatever else. So it was like really. It wasn't even interesting, like, at all. It was just, it was good. But speaking of food, Dad bought me, like, these, like, I love, like, spicy food. Like, I love spicy food. Um, and Dad usually buys, like, these hot and spicy noodles. But then, for some reason, he bought different ones. And, like, whenever I get hot and spicy noodles, like, I put heaps of sriracha in it to make it hotter. Yeah. Because it tastes good, I reckon. These ones, I didn't realize they were, like, heaps hotter than the ones you normally buy. So, I still loaded up with sriracha. Yeah. Man, oh, dude, pulling the next day was hard. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was like, it was so hot. It was like, oh, mate, that was so good, but that's it. But Wait, um, to a sad note now, did you uh, did you see um, Corey LeBarry passed away? The the Australian YouTuber. Have you, do you know who he is? I didn't say that, and I don't know who he is, no. Um, do you by any chance know, like... Corey LeBerry. Um, you would... You know his face when you look at him, but he got in a car crash and died. And he's an Australian that lives overseas with some YouTubers in... I think it's LA, but... Yeah, it's very sad. I didn't... I didn't see that. I've never, I've never seen him before, to be honest. No, you haven't. Okay, you, you would yeah. if you. It said he uploaded a video six days ago. Yeah, because he he literally passed away. I think it was what four, five days ago. Yeah, very, very sad. Oh. Did you see? Um, see, they're doing a celebrity E series race on the on iRacing Simulator. For the um, V8s. Yeah. I didn't see I who was in it, but I saw, like, I know Brad Jones was in it. And Brad Jones as Crompo. 
<laughs> Celebrity race. Oh, wow. There's actually a lot. Um, all right. Ango, Angus to to Avavo, he's all blacks. Yeah. Barry Ryan, oh okay. Um, Barry Ryan, stitch Blake, up. Blake Williams, so freestyle moto. Um, Brad Hodge, cricket. Love Hodgie. <laughs> yeah, that this is actually gonna be good. Uh, Brad Jones, Dan Reardon, he's another motorbike rider. Motorbike Daniel rider, Bowles. Yeah. The, uh, AFL player that you're talking about. Oh, yeah. no, sorry. No, he's A-League. Oh, they must mess up the name. Oh, Jack Rewalt. Him and <laughs> the actual can, AFL uh, player? Yeah, Jack and uh, Scotty can, you know, fight it off because they're in a podcast together too. They're, they're really good mates. They're not both in Queensland, are they? Or, yeah, they are. I think they are, yeah. Maybe he's using Scotty Sim. Oh, he could be, actually. Yeah, because they're really they close mates. Yeah, yeah. I'd say if they are, then he'll probably use Scotty Sim. But and Barry Ryan, stream have you seen the Erebus series? Yeah. I've only watched like three episodes, but it's like really, really good. I it's so I'm up to episode six, I think. Yeah. Um, but I think from around episode episode five is where it actually starts to get like really good. So yeah. Yeah, like the last two episodes I've really enjoyed, so no, it's good. Yeah, right. We'll keep going with the list. So there's and there's Jarman Impe, so he plays for Hawthorne. Yeah. Uh, Luke Egan surfing, Mick Doohan, Nathan Hindmarsh, NRL, Neil Crompton, obviously the commentator of Supercars, Peter Siddle. Sids. Wow. <laughs> uh, Ryan Story, DJR, so or maybe he'll use Scotty, so who knows? Nah, because he's not he's based out of Oh, he probably has his own simulator as well, but I doubt. Yeah, maybe. He would use Scotty's, to be honest. Um, Scott Petter, Rally Car, Toby Price, and Zach Brown. Oh, Zach Brown is in like Lando Norris, McLaren, Zach Brown. Well, it says W A U R Supercars. Yeah, so Walkinshaw and Dreddy. Oh yeah, yeah. so Zach, the yeah, little, the fat Zach Brown. You know him? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, he's a good bloke. You didn't know him, yeah, sorry, okay. that's for sure. I don't, 100%. I don't think I do. Yeah, okay. Right. Interesting, mate. All right, well, I think that uh, sums up episode three, eh? Done and dusted. Um, we spoke, waffled on a bit, but it's all right. Got through yeah, all the topics so... that, that were half interesting to us, at least. Don't know if anyone else will listen, but... That's not what yeah. matters. If you want us to talk about some things or if you want us to change some things in the podcast, please let us know. Cause Just send us a DM to our, to our Instagram page. It should be at the top of the screen on the YouTube video. And if not, it's just at the Josh and Ollie show. It's pretty simple. Yeah, um, and, and, feel, and feel free please to send us a DM. Yeah, and please do because it's, uh, it's actually it much us. appreciated because we can make this podcast even better, you know? We shall see you next Sunday for episode four. Catch us later. See you guys.